So, um, <clears throat> you know at Mass when the priest holds up the broken um, uh, Eucharist and says, Behold the Lamb of God, blessed are those who are called to the Supper. And then you guys say, Okay, only two of you guys got that. Um, uh, but anyhow, um, uh, blessed are those who are called to the supper. I do love that. So it comes up in the gospel, but little background. So in the context, the kingdom of God in the Jewish thought is pictured as everybody gathered together with a meal from God. Meal is a big thing in Judaism. That's how you worship. In heaven is pictured as a meal. Um, and so Jesus is at not just a Pharisee's house, he's at the house of a leading Pharisee. And the Pharisees then start to um, kind of pick on what's wrong with other people. Um, so that's the context of this meal. And um, it starts to pick, you know, uh, so this sounds, and I'm, going to mention this it's but are Pharisee Pharisees still alive today in the Catholic Church yes like I hate to say it it's those who think that they're more Catholic than the Pope they're more Catholic than everybody else and they're not really concerned about loving other people they're concerned to make sure other people know how superior they are to other people and they just make up rules and that's what the Pharisees did make up rules to prove that I'm following these made-up rules and that makes me better than everybody else. But the problem is, if that's your theological bent, you're not striving after the Shema. Because remember, before this, Jesus gives the Shema. The heart of religion is loving God and other people and yourself with all your heart, mind, and soul. If you're a Pharisee, your heart of heart, what you want is not to love other people. You want to make sure other people know how much better you are than they are. And just to be forthright, in my opinion, um, I just have never seen such division until I came to Northern Idaho. Um, like, I just, for a small Catholic population, there's a lot of Pharisees. We didn't have this much division in my former parish. And now, not that it's in the parish, but you have all these groups that, uh, in Northern Idaho that I just find are very divisive. Um, I'm better than you. But if you take that attitude, you're a Pharisee. And in today's gospel, the Pharisees were picking on what's wrong with other people. And Jesus gives multiple, um, after that, multiple parables of stop thinking like that. And he gives this final parable that um, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who's offered this great meal, sends out invitations everywhere. And people accept the invitation. That means they're religious, right? The invitation is to heaven. But to accept the invitation means you're religious. So they are religious, but when it comes time to the great feast, they're more concerned about worldly issues. And the worldly issue is basically, I'm better than you. Um, so they're really not thinking like the kingdom of God. They're thinking like everybody, you know, the competition of earth. I'm better than you. Um, and so they don't show up to the banquet. The people who think they're most religious 
don't end up in the banquet of the kingdom of heaven. And the king gets upset with this and says, go out to the highways and the byways and the hedgerows. Get in here, the poor, the lame, the blind, so that um, my, my house may be filled with my, for my supper. So the idea there, now it's twists. Now the ones who are going to make it to the kingdom of God are the very ones the Pharisees think that they're better than. All the rejected, um, they're responding to the gospel. So the Pharisees definitely thought that they're better than the blind, the lame, those people who have problems. And the hedgerows, in case you didn't know what a hedgerow was, it just means a wide spot in a wall. It symbolizes all those who don't have a home, not just the homeless, the ones who are, don't belong to any religion. And I love uh, the translation when the king says, compel them to be in my house. Now, the real command is us. If we really want to be in the kingdom of heaven, we also, we want everybody to be drawn into this great circle of love. We want to compel everybody to have a home in Christ. Um, to gather with us. The Pharisees, they don't want everybody in the kingdom of heaven. What they're interested in is making sure people don't make it. Let me tell you what's wrong with you, and let me tell you what's wrong with you. The idea of compelling everybody into the kingdom of heaven is this idea that, have you ever noticed? Pharisees don't believe in RCA. Pharisees really don't want everybody converted to the Catholic Church. They want everybody to realize how much better than they are. So you can go to a parish and um, uh, anywhere there's a large population of Pharisees, they're not interested in RCA. So um, after Jesus gives this parable, one of the rejected cry out, blessed are those who are called to supper with you in the kingdom of heaven. That's the very same phrase that we say before going to communion. In case you didn't know, that very same phrase happens in heaven. Heaven is pictured as a feast of the Lamb of God. And suddenly at the Lamb of God, when everybody's, how, you know, they share, how do everybody in heaven have divine life? They feast on the Lamb of God, Christ. But then there's this pause. And then somebody repeats the same phrase. You know, behold the Lamb of God. Blessed are those who are called to this supper with you. Um, that same phrase, and the idea is that um, we here who repeat that phrase that's in heaven, that phrase shouldn't be in your mind and heart if all you really want to do is prove that you're better than other people. If you're going to live up to that phrase, blessed are those who are called to the supper, then you should have in you this hunger, not just for the Lamb of God, you should have this hunger that I want everybody especially the most broken, the least, I want them to join in this great feast of love in heaven. If you don't have that urge and hunger in your heart that I want everybody to make it to heaven, then you yourself is not, not fit for the Eucharistic feast. Does that make sense? So when Jesus uh, gives that parable, it's a rebuttal against the Pharisees um, that they think they're most fit for the kingdom of God. The ones who are most fit in this parable are the ones who, they have this compelling love that wants everybody to make it to the banquet. Um, that makes us fit to sit in the kingdom of heaven. 
Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.